and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. Sean Bell. Yo. And James Farley. Hello. Um, uh, I'd like to start by thanking everyone for uh, what has been an amazing week for Matt Murray. Number um, one. <laughs> the Number one. Uno. <laughs> has been pretty special, actually. We've had some excellent feedback um, and uh, some great iTunes reviews and stuff. And Matt has not stopped sending us screenshots of the <laughs> iTunes charts in various forms. <laughs> We've had iOS, we've had on iTunes on his Mac, and we've had Apple TV, Matt. So thanks yep. for that, keeping us up to date on... I don't think there's any more left out. ...how we're still number one. Uh, <laughs> you haven't sent us a screen grab from your watch. That Yeah, I tried. <laughs> he did, I he did send me his heartbeat. One. He sent me his uh, heartbeat to show he was excited. You know, was, uh... <laughs> so many of those, James. Have you yeah. sent one of those, like, you know you can draw, like, hearts and stuff and send them to people have you done yeah, I've that loads of them really? yeah we've, we've done that yeah. <laughs> all the time uh right okay because I, I there was one review that i wanted to read out it says um really lovely listen nice to find such a good rapport between the guys makes for an enjoyable listen more please which is a really lovely that's that's um, beautiful actually that's yeah, from really jill nice. thank you that's from jill street now what's the um correct me okay. if i'm wrong but jill your wife's name is jill right matt uh no jillian <laughs> and, um, she goes by street, Jillian. Isn't yeah, she goes by Jillian. She would never call herself Jill. <laughs> <laughs> what interests me about this review is that, uh, yeah, that is your wife's name, and um, I don't think she would actually write that. So I, I mean, you know, call me, <laughs> call me Sherlock Holmes. That's. I think you might have written a review. I, for your I, I, I absolutely did not write that review. I, 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 I would not have written rapport for kickoff. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, what, what was the last line in the review? Uh, I've got to go bring it up again now. Um, more, please. Yeah, do you not think I would have written like more of the same, please? No, yeah. Yeah. Because you were trying to get away I with it. Have... You were trying to sneak under. <laughs> no, I, I like said to Jill, Jill, yeah. Jill I, I, I had to I had to retrieve her password for iTunes. I was like, here's your password, log in, give me, I mean, you can write a review if you want. You know, and, and she went away and wrote her reviews and I came back next morning and I read them. It's a and it's lovely, you know, she loves the show. Big fan. She's listened to all of it. At, how how ethical and, um, is that, Sean? You're more down with the kids than we are. What, what is the, is that ethical? Reviewing your own podcast? I mean if, if uh, you can't ask I mean, your friends and family I mean it's not, <laughs> I mean it's not really a case of ethics because there's absolutely no like there's no benefit to doing it. It's just a bit weird. <laughs> It was a lovely review, Sean, and you know, more the merrier. Well, thanks, Matt. Thanks. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Well, uh, it was a beautiful rapport between you guys. Um, we've also uh, launched the Twitch feed. Is it Twitch feed? What's Twitch the channel. Twitch, Twitch channel. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash uh, the computer game show, which uh, we've been streaming from, haven't we, Matt? We have. We're giving it a, giving it a bit of a go. We're going to be YouTubers. So we had to <laughs> gonna be mad YouTubers, we're gonna make YouTubers YouTube money. On Twitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> That's where it starts. Um yeah, so we, we we tried it out with Rocket League on Friday night, I think it was, and that went really well. It was really good fun. Uh Saturday we tried with Rainbow Six, that didn't really work. No. Uh, mainly because it was just an hour of James moaning. Um, it was not that's not true nah, it was pretty true um, and then we, we put up a what we're planning to do is to interview people from within the industry um, 
via Rocket League <laughs> and put that yeah, up. Through the medium of Rocket League. It was an interesting experience because, uh, you know, halfway through a, t- a sentence or a question, I was shouting, oh, fuck off, when, when the other <laughs> team scored. But uh, that's on YouTube now, so find us on YouTube. Just search The Computer Game Show and subscribe and all that stuff. Uh, but we thought, well, how can we kick off the Twitch channel in a, in a big way? And um, I got an email from Matt in the week last week saying, uh, look, Sean writes about games and he's got a few contacts. You and James write for Spong. So, you know, you're covered gaming wise. I've got nothing, David. I've got nothing. Um, <laughs> how, how do I join? How do I join the uh, gravy train? The free game gravy, gravy train. Is that the right phrase? It's gravy train. <laughs> yeah, sounds right enough. <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah. go. At least you didn't say gravy boat. yeah um and i said well you need to write reviews matt and he went no i'm not doing that so uh, i just want (laughs) free games actual reviews (laughs) so i said look i'll send you stuff and i said how about i challenge you i um you got to stream it all but i'm going to send you uh uncharted the because you've not played any uncharted game have you no no i played a demo for the first one then uh that was it so i've got the nathan drake collection I'm sending you that. It's in the post now. And you have got until the launch of Uncharted 4 to complete the first three games. That, hang on, that's, that's May, May 10th, isn't May it? May 10th. And, um, and what's, that's you insane. Be, You're never going to do that. I mean, I, I know, because they're not. I, as not we record, long, are they? I think they're about 10, 12 hours each. Yeah. I, I don't know. Be all right. But, but to make matters worse, we're away next week. We're going to Butlins next week, can we, Matt? We are, we're having a little family holiday. So, I, I, I don't know. I don't think you're going to do it. I, I think you're going to regret it halfway through two. Uh, that's my... Two's question. good. Two, two will be two will be all right. That'll two be the will best be an bit. absolute highlight. But knowing be the that highlight. you've like, got all the way there and you've still got a game and a half to complete, I think it's going to break him a little bit. Oh, right, okay. So, yeah. on, the, on the live recording, it's the 11th of April. I've got just under a month to do it. Like, about 30... Safe 35, 30, you know, safe 30 to 40 hours in a month. Mm. Yeah, actually, that is a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'll have to book some time off work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you follow us on Twitter, uh, Computer Game Pod, um, we'll be tweeting out when Matt's streaming and you can go and watch him try and complete free games uh, before. This is going to piss all our friends out uh, off because they're dying for you to catch up on uh, the, the division. Yeah, well... well. Imagine what 30 to 40 hours of The Division could do for you, do you know what I mean? And uh, there you are, with old Drakey and his ways, his comments, yeah, his little jokes. It's, it's, it's going to be the big, it's going to be the, the only official lead-up to Uncharted 4. So uh, yeah, I'm actually playing the first stream tomorrow, which is, um, it could be today by the time you're listening to this, but it's going to be April 12th, Wednesday night at 10 o'clock. That's when this bad boy it's kicks off, providing, providing it uh, arrives in the post. Yeah, you know what we're all mail like. <laughs> um, um, James knows, he watches enough Postman Pat. Um, right, was there any anything else happened this week that you want to talk about, chaps? Uh, just the Zelda rumours. I'd like to talk about that. I don't know anything about this. Yeah, I haven't heard any yeah, what is this? Well, there's a bunch of things. There was like three main things, I think, that were like uh, come out of it, which was one that apparently it's going to have voice acting. Like throughout the whole thing, right? Mm, but okay. not, but not with Link. Like apparently he won't, he won't speak. Okay. He'll be voice as usual. Also, there's the whole thing where you're going to be able to choose the sex of the character. So 
link can be either you know male mm. or female. Is that, I mean, that so that's just a rumor at this point. Yeah, I mean, but it kind of makes sense because if they've already set that up with Linkle, you know, like from Hyrule Legends, you know, that that kind of makes sense that they might it do that. Makes sense because you've got a voice, voiceless character anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like, the he's thing. never I mean, been Link... defined as being a man throughout. Yeah, the... I mean, it's the thing. Like Link's always been kind of sort of sexless anyway, isn't he? So it yeah. doesn't really it doesn't really matter. I mean, the thing with the voice acting though, I don't know about that because. They, I mean, they said that they wanted to have like a more sort of complicated overworld, and you know, I don't know how that's mm. really going to work. Well, wouldn't, it be also, brilliant, wouldn't it be brilliant if it was voiced by the guy that did the Zelda cartoons? Like, <laughs> if it's just all of a sudden it come out like that, it's just like in the trailer, it just ends with like Link looking at the screen again. Well, excuse me, princess, and like everyone would just lose their shit. <laughs> Things you can you can go a level deeper. Have you ever seen the cutscenes from? I think it was like a. a it's either 3DO or the CDI. They had it's a shit the Zelda game. Yeah, CDI, the one with yeah. Gavilon and that kind of stuff. Yes. I can't wait to bomb some Dodongos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nintendo Fucking should have totally worst. done that for April Fool's Day. Like, just released the Zelda <laughs> trailer with him speaking like that at the end. <laughs> Radical. I'm going to go kick in and dove's ass or butt, whatever. <laughs> it's just like watch, watch the internet meltdown. <laughs> that would have been wonderful. Um, right, so, okay. So you might be able to choose your gender. What you got that? You got maybe the characters will all speak. But then the thing about that that I'm wondering is that how many Japanese games have there been with massive overworlds and full back voice acting? Cuz I can't really think of that many. Yeah, you know, where they've actually done that. Um I'm trying to think. I Sean would know better than I would cuz I was going to uh, say Dark Souls then, but then Well, yeah, he does there's nothing the in that. There's speak. hardly any. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of actual talking. I mean, like I've always, I've always enjoyed what the more recent Zelda games do, where basically every character, like you know, the dialogue isn't spoken, but there'll just be a thing of them going "hoi" or whatever when you yeah, yeah. talk. And it's See, like, right, I know the what their voice sounds like, and that's fine. Because I, um, I think, I think if they, yeah, because that's kind of got like a charm to it, which I think yeah. would be lost if they started voicing stuff. Because mm. I don't know, I just think it'd probably sound. I mean. What does Tingle sound like? Can you imagine that? <laughs> like, what's he going to sound like? You know, if he's like got full sentences. See, yeah, actually, because there's no way, there's no way of fully voicing Tingle without it just coming across really homophobic. Well, give, yeah. give it a go, James. Give it a go. You're the I'm, actor. I'm, do you know, do you know We're what? We're auditioning you. Come on. Do you know what? I'm I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to do that. But um, yeah, so. That's that's those two things which are possible, but then also there's this whole thing, the continuing thing about whether it's going to be on like Wii U NX that kind of thing. I mean, to be honest with you, I'd rather they just it wasn't on the Wii U. I'd rather they just kept it for the NX and just put everything into it and make yeah, well, it the best. Can't, yeah, they it can't, can't do be a that, shame, though. but it would make life easier, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. L- lots of people are going to um would complain. Oh, I bought an NX for the Zelda game and. No, it's not coming out for it. And they've said too many times that it's coming to Wii U for for it to change now. Yeah. But I know but what you're saying. Like, do, I mean, they did this with Twilight Princess, didn't they? they yeah. Cross-generation. I do wonder what Grand Theft Auto V would have been like if it was solely designed for a next-gen. I mean, don't get me wrong, it looks mm. incredible. But could you imagine if they, if it, you know, because it was essentially ported from last-gen to this-gen. Imagine if they just chucked everything into this-gen what that yeah. game would have looked like. I, I blown out flipping minds. Have you seen the mods for that game? Yeah, it looks like the, the ultra realistic mods and the 4K mods on the PC do look 
Man, the, the, the mods for GTA 4 are stunning enough. Yeah, like, I've yeah. seen quite a few of those as well, and they look pretty special. Mm. It just gets me excited for Red Dead 2, or, or, or you know, whatever the next game is going to be, which, which I would anticipate is Red Dead 2. Uh, right, okay, should we talk about what we've been playing then? Yeah. Because yeah, I want to start off this week with a little game that we've all been looking forward to called Dark Souls 3. Sean. Right. This is upsetting to me because my copy unlocks in 50 minutes and we're still (laughs) going to be doing this. (laughs) And then I'll have to go to bed. What is it, 11 o'clock it kicks off? Uh, Apparently, yeah. And what what format have you got it on? Well, well, here's the thing. Pre-ordered it on PlayStation 4. Yeah. um, And then read the reviews that say there's some frame rate issues later on. And to be honest, it was a coin toss between that and the PC version anyway. So I've cancelled that and I've got the PC version instead. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, though, I, Good story, I, that, isn't it? I mean, I saw it. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> you should make a movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there was a, a little bit of frame rate issues right at the start as well, I found, but um, mm-hmm. nothing too bad. I mean, nothing as bad as uh, the original Dark Souls, so I'm, I'm more than more than happy to continue with it. But uh, uh, it's really, really good. It's really good. Um, Is it dead hard? you know people saying oh it's so easy like this Mm. one's really easy it's not it's not i mean some of the bosses are but like they are easier than some of the bosses that i've played in in previous souls games but um they're still they still hit hard like the the first boss still took a few attempts to take down and uh you know a a lot of people been saying oh i've done it first go like well fuck off then (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i say i always sorry Sorry, yeah is that just because people are just really used to Souls games now, though? And it's like mm. they know really what they're doing. I think and that's so part of it. Um, it seems like easy. Yeah, I think that's part of it. I mean, these the, the people that are going to be buying this and, and sh- shooting for it straight away will be the people that have played Souls games before. Um, I think if you're coming to it fresh, then, yeah, you will find it exceptionally hard straight away. Um, but I don't know. I don't care, to be honest with you, because that's not, that's not really what I love these games about. Uh, this this is not the reason why I, I I enjoy playing Souls games. It's um, it's it's more about the exploration and that feeling of not knowing where to go or what to do, and then slowly realizing where where to go and what to do. Uh, you know, during the day thinking, hold on, I remember there was a little turning that I didn't take earlier in that area. Because the other thing I've heard a lot is that this is very linear, um, and I would say <coughs> that it completely drops that after the first the first boss. Um, all of a sudden it completely opens up. Like the first main area is just all over the place. Um, and it's really exciting to look around and, you know, you take the wrong turn and it's really dangerous. Um, people have been saying like it, it, it's uh, sort of like a best of, and I can kind of see that. It feels like, did you ever mm. see Death Proof? No, but I'm aware of it. Right. So uh, Death Proof was a, t- a Tarantino film um, that basically was full of references to his old films. Like it was absolutely ran with them. It feels like that. So it doesn't feel forced. There's one character that I've met in it that I'm really disappointed to see that I can't, I don't want to spoil, but but that's the only time I've actually been a bit disappointed. The rest of it is like, holy shit, yeah. Oh crap! Yeah, and it, it was like watching Death Proof. It was because I'm a huge Tarantino fan, and um, seeing characters that you've seen in previous films in a different setting, uh, but it it was kind of self-referential without feeling too in your face. That's what this feels like. Um, 
there are areas that you're like, okay, this is the Bloodborne area. This feels like the depths. This feels like that. Mm. You know what I mean? It really does um, play off itself quite well. Uh, and it's, I just, I think I've come to the realisation now. I loved Bloodborne. I really, really loved it. But for me, that game was just too tense. I mean, playing a Souls game is is a tense experience anyway. You know, you're constantly worrying about what's ahead of you. When you add the horror to that, because there was a lot of jump scares in uh, Bloodborne, yeah, yeah, yeah. not sort of triggered jump scares. There were a few, like, where, you know, they cleverly placed enemies around the corner and stuff like that. Um, but just the horror of it all just really got me down a little bit too much, and uh, that just added to the tension. Plus the fact that you didn't have a shield to hold up, you know, sort mm. of a comfort blanket, um, that made it even worse for me, and it it just got to me too much. This is still got the tension there, obviously, because you don't know where you're going. You're worried about what enemy you're going to meet next, but it still feels like you, you know, you've you've got one hand of you know you, you're gripping with one hand on the game, and not that the game is completely absolutely smashing you for no reason. I hear. That changes later on, and uh, the difficulty ramps up. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not to that point yet. I don't think. Um, I mean, I've died a lot, and uh, I've been confused <laughs> about everything. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to explain. It's hard to talk about what I love so much about it without spoiling things. So I'm going to avoid that completely. It's way too early to be talking about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, all I can say is that it's really taken me back to the first time I was playing Dark Souls. Um, and not not the very first time where I was getting frustrated with it, but when it started to click with me and I was thinking, oh yeah, shit, this is, this is incredible. Um, and for a game to do that after, like, I mean, this is my third Souls game. And for it to give me that feeling again is 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 really quite incredible. Yeah, uh, it looks amazing in places as well. I mean, there there are it goes a bit Tomb Raider every now and then where you walk out onto a cliff edge onto like obviously a cleverly placed uh, scenic view. Um, that you know it, it it does all that stuff, but it looks so good that you know you just forget the fact that it's kind of forcing these little viewpoints on you. But uh, yeah, man, Wait, it's, did you it's really did you good. play Dark Souls two at all? No, did you I didn't much? touch it. Okay, I didn't touch it. It, it was kind of because when Dark Souls two came out, I was playing Dark Souls one, um, and by the time I finished Dark Souls one, I really wasn't in the mood for another Souls game. And then Bloodborne come out, uh, and I got stuck into that. And by the time I was done with that, I wanted a break again, um, and. Yeah, now we're at Dark Souls 3. I, there wasn't a point in between those games where I thought, I want another Souls game right now. Because mm-hmm. you, you didn't play 2 either, did you, James? And you were no, itching for it, some more. See, I've got it, and because it was very kindly sent to me, but I haven't I haven't actually played it yet. But you see, I really want to play the third one, but I did kind of want to play the second one before I did. But, you know, does that matter? I is, don't know. I mean, everything I've seen links back to Dark Souls, the, the like the first Dark Souls. So... Without playing Dark Souls two, there might be shit that I'm missing. Like I'm not that's not clicking with me. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's weird. Apparently, I, some stuff in three does tie into two. You'd expect it to um, because there are moments yeah. where it ties into. I'm not even going to say anything. 
<laughs> I wanted to ask about what the quality, the quality of the law is like. And I, I haven't, haven't, haven't did, didn't play much of the, was of, of the first one, but um, everyone seemed to love the fact there's a lot of mystery about the law, and you could have your own idea about what the story was saying or what it was or wasn't saying, what the yeah. sculptures were saying, etc. Does, oh, does it still do that? It's way too Matt, if you'd if you'd have listened to Dark Calls, you'd have known it's uh, it's insane. Well, I, I yeah, did. The, the, <laughs> the law, the law with uh, yeah, with us. The thing is, the thing is, awesome. Matt. At this point, it is just far too early to tell. I mean, how long did it take for all the law stuff to come out about the first Dark Souls? Uh, years, Sean. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> it, it, it takes years of piecing things together, and I mean, because people know how deep this stuff goes now, I think that it all come out sooner. In fact, actually, I've heard that there are websites that completely explain everything already, but um, I've not been looking at that stuff yet. I want to get further into it before I start researching the, the law and stuff behind it. But as as I'm playing, I am seeing things that I'm thinking, there's a meaning behind that. Uh, how to explain? There was, in the opening intro, there's a creature that you see at some point, right? or several creatures that you see at, at one point, and uh, they're quite memorable to look at. While I was playing through probably the second or third area, I I just managed to find my way around the back of a building that I don't think that, you know, it's kind of hidden away. I was looking for an item, and then I looked out and saw loads of these creatures, like, on the floor, and I was kind of like, although I did not know what that meant, there's definitely a reason for that. And it's definitely one of those moments that where people like later on, once they know the story are going to go, ah, but if you look behind here, you can see this and that means that. And then, uh, and that's how it all comes together. Um, so yeah, I think it's all in there. It's just how quickly people are going to work it all out. What have you heard? Have you heard much about that stuff yet, Sean? Um, well, I mean, it, a lot of people have been sulking because a lot of the YouTubers have, have, got into this stuff already yeah um which i think i can't remember if we touched on this last time um but like a lot of the marketing for dark souls 3 has been a bit weird and it sort of smacks off basically a marketing company being like right what do people like about dark souls they like the fact that it's hard and they like this law stuff so let's give them that and <laughs> and obviously everyone's a bit like no i did look at that for myself first yeah i'm personally not too precious about it because i mean i had to basically finish dark souls understand none of it and then watch videos on youtube about it to actually <laughs> understand what had been going on and the things i like should have pieced together if i was intelligent um so <clears throat> but yeah as far as from what i can tell um yeah there's yeah like tons of callbacks and stuff to previous games and Apparently, it's interesting the way that some things are like directly lifted from the previous games, whereas some things are obviously just like just sort of allude to um, things from the previous games, yeah. um, which is a bit weird. Um, but then, yeah, but then apparently there are instances where it's like I see why they have done this area again because it was worth revisiting and they've done it justice because they've got a much larger budget this time around. Oh, right. Um, uh, interesting. Well, th th this is what annoys me. There's, um, uh, I was watching the video review that a uh, video gamer put out mm. and, uh, I was watching it and it was fine. You know, watching a bit of gameplay and stuff. And then all of a sudden they were in this location and I, I just went, 
oh, for fuck's sake. Like, that would have been an amazing moment had I just seen that. Um, mm. But, but yeah, completely ruined by... <laughs> by, And, I mean, they apologised and everything. Whoever was putting the footage together didn't know about Dark Souls lore, didn't realise how important this, like, <laughs> specific area which, is. Which video was that? I've seen the one where it's uh, Burns and Alice just That's sort of one. talking about... Is that the one? Yeah. yeah Actually, yeah. I was paying no attention to what was going on in the background. Oh, really? I was just sort of listening to it, so I've... Whatever that was, I've just blissfully been like, whatever. It's right at the end yeah. of that video. There's a just like okay. a, a five, you know, there's a bit about 20 seconds of them running around a certain area. And I, I just thought, right. oh, for fuck. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, they got, they got punished for that by the, uh, the internet people. The, inter- the internet people turned <laughs> up in their droves once that was put out there. So, uh, yeah. Speak, but speaking of the marketing, is it true that, that there's marketing on Dark Souls related to Yorkshire Tea? Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. That was that was literally, and that wasn't even anyone from um, Bandai Namco. That was literally someone from Yorkshire Tea who really likes Dark Souls, apparently. Is it, uh, if that's true, then brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's what, uh, it seems such a random connection, though. Yeah, but apparently, like, the, basically, yeah, the, the Yorkshire Tea Twitter account has just been, like, tweeting at people about Dark Souls and stuff. And it's just just weird because, like, obviously that has worked to an extent. Like, it's certainly, like, we've all heard about it and none of us give a fuck about Yorkshire tea, I I presume. Um, But, yeah, but, like, how has he justified that? Maybe maybe it's just, like, maybe whoever runs the, 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 you know, the social side of Yorkshire tea, like, no one, like, no one even checks up on what they're doing. It's sort of, just sort (laughs) of get on with it. Sorry, Tim, this does not align with our brand values, but it's, it's really, no, you're right. It doesn't. But fuck it. It's got Dark Souls on doing it. <laughs> there was um, uh, there was a huge uproar with the clothing announcement, wasn't there? Mm. I, do you know what? I I what's the a, beef there? I put a snarky shit. shit. I mean, yeah, <laughs> the beef is it's shit. The design is really, uh, you know, the some of the phrases on it was just kind of like, oh god, that's really cringy. But right, my point was, if some, <laughs> you know, when like someone says oh yeah no i love this game i've spent hundreds of hours on it so you know they've released these digital t-shirts for my character i'm happy to give them a couple of quid for that you know what i mean like they're all up for that or what annoyed me the most because i did put a snarky tweet out was when they announced online passes for the first time everyone was going oh no if it means that the company that made the game that i love is getting some of my money then i'm all for this i'm behind this they announced a T-shirt. They wanted to burn them down. They wanted to burn the studio down. <laughs> well, I mean, I think there's, there's a number of things at play here. One, one, the T-shirt's shit. Two, um, they did sort of like really push. Like the day before, they were like, "Fucking hell, yeah, guys! There's going to be a big announcement tomorrow about Dark Souls," um, and everyone was like, "Fucking hell! They're going to do the the remake of the of Dark Souls, and they're going to release it on the new, new formats." Um, nah, shit T-shirt. That's coming next year. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah. That'll be... You know there's the whole uh, Dark Souls uh, yearly update that people are talking about. There seems Mm. to be a game a year at the moment. I've got a feeling next year we're going to see a uh, remastered version of the first one. It wouldn't surprise me. David's prediction, Matt. Chalk that one down. Writing it down as you speak. Don't you chalk things up, not down? I can do both. You write it down and chalk it up, don't you? Yeah, Yeah, I think you're right. Because I chalk it down and write it up. The paper is down, but a chalkboard <laughs> is up. Is that is that right? Is that what it's going for? I'll just, just, just write an email. Uh, just, sure. just chalk it, mate. Sure. Chalk, chalk it in whatever direction you see fit. 
Chalk the on. shit out of it. So Dark Souls 3 sounds great, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Sean, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing more Trackmania. I'm just going to briefly talk about this because me and Dave have been having this ongoing, not-so-friendly competition. It's getting vicious. Um, where basically each week one of us makes a track and then challenges the other person on it. Um, now, I'll, I will freely admit that my first track that I made was awful. It was bad. Dave's is worse. Uh, what, in what way so is it worse? Sean, why was your track bad exactly? Was it tough? Was it? It's just, just fucking just right it? angles, Dave. Right. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me let me get this. First of all, Matt asked the question. I want to hear about Sean's track first. Sean's why, track. Why oh, okay. was it so bad? It was. Um, okay, go on. Right. Okay. You. There was a, at one point. There was you split off in either direction left or right if you go left you just wipe out completely like you hit (laughs) some hill and it just flips you out it's the dark or the racing games yeah there's also when you go into the tunnel uh, not sean's fault uh, i'll say this but when you go into the tunnel it just goes pitch black at one point and you're just like what the fuck am i doing um but the main problem with sean's track (laughs) was there's a moment where you go off into a forest you don't. You're not quite sure where you're where you've got to go, but that's fine because you eventually learn the direction you're supposed to go. But then <laughs> there's a tiny road in the middle of hundreds of trees that, that you have to kind of. It's like imagine running a hundred meter <laughs> race and then stopping and having to look where to go next. That is essentially it. But at least like, it was a gimmick. I mean, it's a shit gimmick, <laughs> but there was something there. Yours is. To- <laughs> Mine's okay, okay, Sean, and, and now the critique on Dave's track. <laughs> yeah. It's just right angles. It's just, oh, Brilliant. oh, turn 90 degrees left, turn 90 degrees right, turn 90 degrees left, then right, then left. Fucking. So, what else do you it's, it's a it's fucking racetrack, really Sean. <laughs> Sean, what, what racetracks do you know? What, what else do you want? There's there's bumps in it. You've got some bumps in there. It's got some bumps. I'll give you that. It's got some bumps. It does have a, a magnetic bit. It does. Um, That's good. good. I mean, I'm into those magnetic bits. You go upside down. To be uh, fair, have, you, have you made these? Have you made these bad on purpose? No, is this like, no, this is just us not really. It's it's interesting. Like, I'm, I want to keep doing this just to see if we do like improve and we actually develop a sense of like what is enjoyable. Yeah, um, you know, like like with, with Mario Maker, people were just making any old shit, and then it was like, and then if you watch like, um, I don't know if ever you watch Game Maker's Toolkit. Um, I've watched by, a couple of those, yeah. By Mark Brown, he he does a really good one about Mario Maker, he, where he just like looks at a couple of Mario levels, and he's like, "Look, this is why Mario levels are good because there'll be like one sort of mechanic, and then it sort of iterates on it and gets a bit more complex each time, and and that's why it's satisfying and, and fun." So, like, I want to get there, but with Trackmania, yeah. <laughs> Same here. I think I think w- w- there's two skills that I want to improve: actually mm-hmm. driving and creating yeah. tracks. I think that's um, uh, they're they're my goals. Um, but in my defense of my track, right, mm. I didn't intend to pick that car to race with because ah, it's easily the worst, I think. You see, yeah, because I was, I was going to say is like that track with like the stadium cars would probably work because no. they're all about like braking zones and control and stuff. Whereas, yeah, the ones you've picked, they're quite slidey, but the sliding's a bit shit on them, well, isn't it? It's, like, really well, it's well twitchy, isn't it? The, the, yeah, the it like, kicks what, out loads. What I found out about those cars, right? Because mm-hmm. there is a knack to them. They're yeah. Just because they're the little buggy ones, right? Yeah. Um, there is a knack to them. The the idea is is that you can turn ninety degree angles really quickly without mm-hmm. braking. Um, okay. 
but they're just a bit too twitchy for me to find them enjoyable. So yeah. um, I think next time I'm going to try a different... Uh, like, I want to do some more F1 racing because mm-hmm. they, those are actually pretty fun. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. What, what, have you have you uh, topped my latest time yet? Uh, not yet. I'm working on it. Right. Okay. Have you <laughs> have you attempted since I topped you? Yeah, yeah. I've had a, I've had a go. There's one there's one bit um, where you do like fuck it, um, and I the keep chicane, like right? yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just like, and I'm sort of not doing too well. And there's that one bit where I start pulling ahead again. And I'm like, oh fuck it, like that. So that that's my in. Um, that's the bit. <laughs> if I can just not fuck up the rest, then I know that bit will like that will cost you the win. Um, but um, yeah, there's just a couple of corners where I just can't figure out whether like it looked like on some of them it looks like oh, for to explain to everyone else when I'm racing I can see Dave's ghost of, of how he's done it yeah and there are corners where it looks like you just fucking smash into the the corners like on purpose but you but it doesn't slow you down all that much like sometimes you just sort of get away with it that's not um, yeah that's not because t- I mean with your track there was that whole thing at the beginning where there was a boost and then a yeah. jump yeah. and what I worked out was that if you didn't like, because instantly you try and break as you land so, yeah. to take the corner. But if mm-hmm. you just carry on, the car hits the outside of the corner and then it just like propels you forward. Yeah, <laughs> the like there, there is like a way of doing that. In front of you. <laughs> yeah, there is a way of doing that well. And I can't get my head around it. <laughs> well, um, you've got, how long have you got left? Two days, I think. A couple of days, yeah, I think. Shit. Um, so that'd be interesting. But yeah, oh, what um, a fucking good game. It is good. I'll, are, they, are these tracks downloadable for everyone? Or can you are these like shareable so anyone so. can download them? Or the, what? what happens right? is when you what you do is you create a challenge, um, and then you once you've created it, you can then challenge um, like so you can go right and I want like these three of my mates or whatever to to have a go at it. But that challenge also gets published for anyone to look at. Yeah, um, fantastic. So, 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 so any listener could theoretically play these bad tracks. Yes. I think so, honest, yeah. honestly, a better time than you two. <laughs> they got to be out there somewhere. Okay, this um, is good. This is but good. as I said, if I see anyone else on that track, I will kill them. <laughs> Leave <laughs> us alone. I don't. What I don't need is for me to spend five hours to beat Sean's, uh, <laughs> like Sean's time by a second, and then get someone on Twitter to go. Well, I did it in a minute less. Oh, That's exactly what we need. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, if anyone's listening and they've had a go at making their own tracks, give us a shout because that would be quite funny to criticise listeners' tracks on the show. Could we not do I'd like a to do that in Mario Maker? Because I think that would be a laugh. Do what on yeah. Mario Maker? I'd love to do that with Mario Maker, like just see what people are coming up with and uh, yeah, just like, <laughs> critique a bit. Especially I mean, those ones I played that you did, Dave, some of them were quite good. You had some not bad well, ones. They were all pretty brilliant, actually, I think you'll find. Do you know, I didn't, I, we, we haven't spoken about this actually. Um, Matt come down to my place not too long ago oh, and uh, I was like, oh, play Mario Maker, try, try this out, yeah. <laughs> Matt, you've not played much Mario, have you? I haven't played 2D Mario, no, in, in, in forever. <laughs> it I was, just haven't. It was mental. Like, I've, you know, when you know what you're dealing with, you're dealing with someone that, that, that that's not quite with it, when you hand them the pad <laughs> to play Mario and he's not pressing the run button instantly. You're just going, <laughs> I, I forgot that this game plays at this speed unless you hold down that button. It's really odd. 
Yeah, I just I, I never bought any two D ones for my Wii. Um, if they were even out on that, I think they probably were. I haven't oh, got a yeah. Wii U. Um, yeah, I just haven't played two D Mario in well, could, it could be Mario Land. Who knows? How did that feel watching people actually play Mario normally and then <laughs> you get in the pad? It was weird. I I, I did. I felt like I'd fall into a black hole. I felt like I had a, there's a massive, massive blind spot in my life. I didn't even know how to play Mario for fuck's sake. It felt <laughs> weird. It felt really weird. You guys were looking at me, looking at me, thinking, "Why can't you just jump?" And I was like, "How do I? What's the timing on this? How do I?" <laughs> It is very strange, very, very strange feeling. I think that was the one where you have to jump on a Goomba's head right at the start yeah. or something, and you just kept le- leaping over him. <laughs> yeah. So I it's came bizarre. back, come on now, mate. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so uh, but, um, quick about Trackmania. You wish you wish to do like a Trackmania Live where you guys are, like streaming, you design the tracks, and then like the other one races it. Yeah. That well, would be cool, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, I've streamed, I've streamed a couple of attempts, haven't I? Uh, Sean it's oh, yeah. a little bit hard because the only time I really get to play it is Sunday mornings um, mm. uh, because Harry gets up early and then I'll get up with him and then he looks at me and goes Karsh and I've got to put Trap Mania <laughs> on um, uh, and you see, I, I was saying this on Twitter like do, I mean that aside does it not strike you as like a perfect Sunday morning game it's good for some reason it's good for that yeah because it's I don't know why it's you just can just kick nice. back and play a, a, a few yeah, yeah, yeah. Races, can't you? Although maybe it's, maybe it's just like it's the closest thing I've come to being like, oh yeah, it's Sunday. I'll watch the sport because <laughs> that's <laughs> the thing the that normal people do. Um, but <laughs> what's what's uh, the score, honey? Well, I'm 96 out of 100 in the okay. northwest. Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. The other thing I've played is the beta of Battleborn. What is Battleborn, Sean? Battleborn is the new game from Gearbox, the makers of the popular Borderlands series of computer games. Oh, really? Um, it is right. I'm gonna I'm gonna describe to you. This is how Randy Pitchford, who's the the big man, that's his proper title at Gearbox, yeah. uh, describes uh, it. Aliens he says he says Battleborn is. FPS, hobby grade co op campaign, genre blended, multimode competitive esports, meta growth, choice and epic battleborn heroes. Sounds like a wacky dude. So you think it right, I was playing it. Um so you got your two main modes, you've got your your online competitive stuff, which is a bit like a MOBA. Are we all do I need to do to explain MOBAs or are we all alright? No, I think we're there with that. Fine. Um and no, just because I know you're all primarily like console guys. <laughs> Anti-nerds, yeah. <laughs> um, cool kids. Um, and then you've got like this sort of co-op um, story stuff. So I had to go on the, the competitive MOBA thing first. It's fine. Like it's really confusing and stuff's going on constantly. And you don't really know what you're supposed to be doing. But I like I'm willing to just put that down to me being shit. Um, like you know, maybe there's stuff to learn there, and it gets quite involving and good and stuff. However, comparing it to what I've seen of Overwatch, which is practically identical, but it's by Blizzard, which looks just fucking lightning quick and loads of fun. This just seems like really turgid in comparison. Um, it's just it's very slow. Like, I, I mean, it, it bothered me because a lot of people were shitting on this before the beta even came out because for some reason it seems to be cool to not like Borderlands anymore. I don't know when that happened. Do you think but, that's that's mainly also because of Colonial Marines and stuff like possibly, that? Possibly, yeah. I think oh, that yeah, has, they worked uh, on that, bit, didn't 
Well, they did and they didn't. They they the reason they get <laughs> stick for it is because they basically they they took the the money to make it and then just outsourced it. All uh, right. Uh, so it also doesn't Newcomb. harm their <laughs> reputation as developers, but it does as as business people. <laughs> also, yeah, the, as Matt just said, Duke Newcomb. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 but I mean. Uh, the damage was pretty much done with that one. Wasn't well, it? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, 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 like I really enjoyed um, Borderlands One. Borderlands Two is an improvement in pretty much every possible way. I never played the pre-sequel. Um, apparently, that's pretty good as well. But yeah, it's, I, I don't know. Everyone's like being like, oh yeah, Battleborn's gonna have like shit jokes in it, because um, you know, like Borderlands did. I thought Borderlands Two was really funny. Um, but this is full of shit jokes. Like, there's this one boss that is a giant robot spider, and the like. The joke is that it's called Jeff, <laughs> and, and they think that's hilarious. And then he keeps like saying like, Woo-hoo, "I'm the spider, and I'm gonna get you," and stuff like that. And it's like it's meant to be funny, and it's just like you fucking shut up. <laughs> um, and it just like the the MOBA stuff in and of itself. I can like I say I can I can sort of deal with that. And then you look at the the way the campaign stuff is and it's like this is just really cynical focus group shit um and i hate like i hate sort of you know trampling on a game like this because obviously a lot of talented people will have been involved in its development and i'm sorry but it just yeah it just feels really cynical and like oh well what do people like well mobas are big and esports are big and destiny's big so um let's just combine all those and put loot in um, and that that'll do all right, won't it? Uh, so, no, I don't. I don't think it will do that well because I think Overwatch is going to crush it. Um, I don't think I don't anyone's. Know. I think it sounds great, Sean. It's yeah. just... <laughs> is this coming to? Well, it, does, it does have does have multi mode competitive esports meta growth choice and epic Battleborn heroes. Well, wow. I'm there. I'm there day one. Sean, um, is this is... coming to consoles? Is it PC? Only? Yeah, yeah, it is. Consoles, but then you know, so's Overwatch, and so's what? what what's that? The the one that Epic are doing as well. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Lawbreakers? No, that's different. one. This feels like the first um, wave of games put, that I properly feel too old for now. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's proper. It just feels like you know the MMO rush after World of Warcraft happened, and everyone wanted their own MMO, and half of them just went straight in the bin because you can't, you know, because of the the way these games are like you, you have to play them pretty intensively to really get a lot out of them yeah so there's no way like, people aren't going to spread themselves around they're just going to pick one and they're going to pick Overwatch. <laughs> when's the beta finish uh it runs till the 18th i think okay cool got, got i might give it a go yeah do um um yeah, Briefly. I mean, when you were really oh, saying about the 60 frames per second, you really notice that in um, uh, Dark Souls 3. That mm. is a game that benefits from it. I mean, it doesn't, it's not locked, obviously, but uh, when that does hit the the 60 frames, man, it is, it is nice. That is a game mm. that benefits from that. Mm-hmm. Um, although I've been playing, the majority of the time, been playing on that remote play thing on my Mac. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which How is that? this week? That's yet another reason I wish I bought a PS4. Yeah, it's um, it's yeah. pretty amazing. <laughs> I must admit, I didn't have to watch The Voice on Saturday night, so that was worth the money that I laid out for a PS4 in the first place. To be honest with you, um, yeah, it's. I mean, there's a slight delay there, and there's some audio glitches and some uh, visual glitches, but it's nothing too bad. Um, and uh, yeah, I managed to defeat a boss with it. So 
Well, fair I mean, dues. It can't be that bad. So, uh, I'd assumed in terms of latency, it'd basically be the same as when you stream to a Vita, which I find not brilliant. Uh, it depends how far. I mean, I was right next to my router, so I was okay. in the same room as my router, so uh, it was essentially fine. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you lose some of the resolution. I think it knocks it down to yeah. five, whatever that is. Jesus. The one that, yeah, something like that. Um, uh, but it's, I mean, it's perfectly viewable, perfectly playable, mm-hmm. and it beats watching the voice. So, <laughs> no complaints from me. Um, I'm happy that they've done that. It's it saved me a lot, but it does make you think. Actually, the tech that's in that Wii U pad is really yeah. special because mm-hmm. if my <laughs> you know laptop can't handle high definition streaming and um, and all that sort of stuff, yet yeah, this fucking gamepad can. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe that needs to be praised a little bit more. What Nintendo? It's the main. It's the main the thing. It's the main thing that I really hope that the next machine also has because. As I said, like with the kids and everything, it's been amazing to have yeah, that. It's a lifesaver. I mean, so, you know, even even when I'm gaming on the big TV, I'm looking at the gamepad because I know that at any moment Harry's just going to run up and stand an inch from the screen just before it happens. Fucking annoying, man. Oh, get this, Sean. I was playing. Mm. Th- I was against uh, the latest boss that I've done in Dark Souls Three. I was playing that on my PS4. My Xbox mm. One was on. Right, mm. and it suddenly decided, oh, you've not used the Xbox One for a while. I'll turn myself off, which also turns my telly off. So I was <laughs> mid battle with the boss, and I was just looking for the remote to turn it back on. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, Amazing, yeah, nightmare. Um, Good. You went a resed as well this week, didn't you? Yes, I was just going to briefly talk about that. Um, it's. Uh, Res is a really interesting thing, and I would recommend it to pretty much everyone. So, is, is um, Eurogamer's sort of indie? It started off as their indie, um, yeah, thing, didn't it? Um, and it used to be in Brighton, I believe. Um, and now they've because they've sort of you know they moved EGX up to Birmingham, so Res has sort of moved over to London. Um, but it's in this venue called uh, Tobacco Dock, which I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with it. I think I've it's, been there. It's so strange, and it's fucking lovely. Um, it's like it's almost like like a really posh shopping center, but with all like with no shops, just all the bits where the shops would be is just got um, nerds with computers with weird indie games on them. Um, and it's like there's there's sort of like this like little sort of courtyard areas um, that are sort of outdoors. So basically, it's it's like um, you know any other games event except there's fresh air and sunlight. Um, yes. And there's well, you know. Some- was Sorry, was Prison Architect there? Prison Architect was yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Amazingly. Um, but yeah, and there's like, you know, there's there's stalls selling overpriced but admittedly very nice pies um, and like decent food. And it's just, it's such a nice atmosphere. Um, it, it's really quite unlike anything else. It's like, it's the one like games thing that I would happily take my wife to and not feel ashamed. Um it's it's wow. yeah it's just proper nice i mean it um <laughs> it didn't help i was only there for one day um because i had to come back up north for a wedding um but um the weather was actually shit on the day that i went so it was quite cold and raining um but obviously that's that's the the gamble of having like a semi outdoor um venue i guess um <laughs> all that, all that yeah. rainwater getting into the pcs and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rain, it's and really annoying. exploding <laughs> There goes my code again. The monitors yeah. have um, windscreen wipers attached to them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Was PS Highlights. PS Vita was there, right? What was sorry? Uh, not PS Vita, PS uh, VR. It was, and I failed to get an appointment to have a go on it. Yeah, because I heard it uh, went really crashing. quick. Yeah, because you had basically had to book an appointment on the website before you could, like, before even turning up to the show, and yeah, they they went pretty much instantly. Um, I know a couple of people who had to go. Apparently, Riggs is really good fun, um, and I want that because you know big robots. So, um, but um, yeah, I played a game called Knife to See You, which is really interesting. It's by the guy who made. Um, I don't know if you saw uh, last year, everyone was bigging up uh, this game where it was just it all took place on like one line. That was right. just like a string of LEDs that was like put up against a wall or whatever, and you like you moved this this like dot on the line around, and um, it was like a one-dimensional Dark Souls. It was really good fun. Um, same guys made this game called Knife to See You, where basically it's this little like little wooden box, yeah, um, and on top of it is like a, a there's like three buttons. And you've got a, so it's three players, and each player has a button, and you've got to hold your button for as long as possible, um, while a knife is swinging back and forth at your fingers. <laughs> right? Oh, jeez, what a real yeah. life knife! It's a real life. I mean, it's not sharp, obviously, um, but like <laughs> when it does hit you, it's like it's enough that you go like fucking hell and like pull your hand away. Um, but yeah, it's sort of like first it, it's quite just sort of swings back and forth quite uniformly. So you learn the timing of it and you, you know, you just whoop, like let your finger up when you, when it comes by and, and that's fine. But then it's you know, like, it, there's like different levels and as it gets like, it gets harder by sort of like fucking up the pattern basically. And then like it'll move one way and then move back and then it'll just stop for ages and then carry on moving. And, and yeah, that was really good fun. Um, also reigns as in R E I G N S. Um, which is a mobile game that will be out in a couple of months. It's actually uh, Devolver are putting it out. Um, it's really smart. It's basically um, ruling a kingdom through Tinder. Basically, <laughs> you like <laughs> it's just a game where you, you're a king, um, and like, yeah, it's just a mobile game. So you're a king, and basically, just one by one, um, people just come up and they'll be like, right, I want this, or you need to do this, or whatever, like the, the, like a, a request from like a peasant, or your queen, or the pope, or um, whatever, and it's just, yeah, it's, you know, swipe left to say no, swipe right to say yes, or the other way around, whatever. And it's all like, just making all these like, little sort of quick decisions about how your kingdom gets run, and then like, there's little story events, and like, stats that you have to watch out for, and stuff, and it looks really good fun. That sounds brilliant. Yeah, that it was, sounds really it's cool. such a smart idea. Um, my favourite thing, about Rest, and I tweeted about this this morning and started quite a, a heated discussion. Was finding out how everyone pronounces the name of HTC's virtual reality headset. <laughs> Go on. I, I can't believe this was even in question, Sean. <laughs> this is, is going to be good. So, what okay, did you, so, how do you pronounce it, Sean? No, so, no, 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 Hans, no first case, of all, I, 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 how do you spell it? Okay, yeah, I was going to say, so it's spelled V I V E, right? Yeah, which, so Vive, I, yeah. Just, it's which I just yeah, but Vive isn't a word. So, so what is... <laughs> so I, I assumed it was Vive, as in, like, Viva Revolution or whatever. Like, oh, that is, that's something, that's a word that I recognise, whereas Vive isn't. Now, this is this has been cleared up. Um, <laughs> I bet it has. No, <laughs> By someone going, no, I'm, Sean, I'm, you're I'm, a fucking I am, idiot. I am wrong. Uh, guy, uh, no, Daniel Nyberg. Yeah, but you don't know why, do you? <laughs> Go on. Why am I, go on, go on, go on. 
Well, no, all I'm right, saying is that, that, I mean, replace the V, the first V, with an F, and what do you get? You get five, but that's not... Yeah, but like, <laughs> English is fucking bollocks, Dave. Five you can do that with loads, word, Dave. You could do that with loads of words, and you'd be like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyway, Daniel Nyberg at Binary Legend on Twitter, basically, he mentioned it used to be called the Revive, and then for some reason they just took the re off. So that that is why it's Vive. Well... Not also, me. just looking at the letters and thinking, yeah. what sound thinking, would that make? Well, Vive isn't a word, but Vive is in other languages, so it must be Vive. But maybe he said, uh, uh, maybe, maybe what he was actually saying is that it used to be called the Revive. And uh, <laughs> take away the Re, what you got? <laughs> Sean, you're bang well, on. Par- apparently, some people say Vive, so, you oh, know, it could be worse. Fucking hell, who, who does that? <laughs> what are your mates? Your weirdo uh, mates? I don't know. So, did, did, did you have a go at the, of, of the Vive or, or what? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> did not have it. I had to go on the Vive. No, I didn't have it. Didn't have, didn't have to go on it. Um, no, oh it, finally God. that tweet got retweeted by bloody uh, Rami from um, Boss Names. What are called? Game Developers. Blambe. Um So that went nuts. So my Twitter mentions were a mess today. <laughs> so just have everyone saying, are you an idiot? Are you an idiot? Are you an idiot? Are you fucking stupid? Why would anyone think? <laughs> Could no, you I, imagine if you'd have made it? Like, to the front of the queue and said, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to using the Vive. And then, like, everyone <laughs> in the queue just, like, pissing themselves. <laughs> and then you look uh, down uh, and you sir, step aside, look. please? <laughs> You're not allowed on the Vive. <laughs> I need to, like, get the logo and edit just a little grab accent on the E. <laughs> Vive. Yeah, go on. Um, that's it. That's the end of that. Because you've, you've tried it, haven't you? You've tried the old Vive, Matt. I've been on the uh, the Vive. Yeah, yeah. I had a go. Uh, I went to PC World. They're, they're, they've got three demos across the UK: one in Leeds, uh, one in Reading, and one in Tottenham Court Road in London. You can go, and there's like a well, at least the one in Leeds. There's like a, a basic a big demo area uh, in PC World where you can go and queue up and try uh, HTC Donde Vives. Um, for like ten to fifteen minutes. Is it the future of video gaming? It, it is, yeah. It's a, it's the future is of it? everything, frankly. Is it, it? It's, it? Yeah, it's amazing. It blew my dick clean off. <laughs> well, what? So, what did you do? What like? What were the demos? So, uh, so the three demos were a Job Simulator, which is a um, it's a cartoony game where you basically do a number of things. It was one uh, one. Well, the demo I played is where you're in an office, and that you're you're you start in a cubicle, and in that cubicle there are lots of items on the desk, as like a computer, a photocopier, a coffee machine, and you can use basically Vive controllers um, to basically pick things up in the game and throw them across the office and do all sorts of stuff. I mean, but, but I, I just want to talk about the actual setup before the demos itself. So it, it, it's, it's got so many, so many, so many really, really clever things about it. Um, I, I put the headset on, put the headphones on, and then the uh, the guy doing running the demo asked me to walk forward and walk towards the wall. And basically, as you're getting towards the wall and other services or things in your room. Uh, a thing that HTC are calling um, the chaperone system appears, which is basically a green grid. Um, so it, it basically stops you walking into walls, and it doesn't bring you out of the experience too much. But it's like a really, really clever way of showing you, you know, what, where a wall or something would be um, without you obviously just walking into it. And it, it, even just seeing the chaperone system appear, well, it felt cool and interesting. 
Um, so the chaperone system also, when I had the headset on, um, I was just stood there in 3D space. He turned the headset on, and I was I was basically in this giant, vast sort of white area. And then in front of me, there was two digital versions of the of the handsets, and the guy's in front of me, and he said, "Just reach out and grab them," and I grabbed them, and they were basically perfectly perfectly located in 3D space, exactly where I thought I was grabbing them. I grabbed them and, and I held them in my hands. I think I held, held obviously the physical physical versions in my hands. And that's obviously incredibly different to my Oculus demos I've had in the past where you have the headset on, someone would tap you on the right shoulder, hand out, you know, hold out an Xbox pad and you would be sort of like blindly fumbling for the pad, not knowing where it is. Whereas this, I saw the, saw the things in 3D space and I grabbed them and it was just it, that, that you know, instantly it was like a really fantastic, fantastic moment. The fact that I just saw the I saw these controllers and grabbed them. So Matt, when you when you did that, did you like start just weeping gently? You know, as, as you touched them, <laughs> as you cradled them in your arms. You know, every every orifice was weeping, James. It was it was insane. <laughs> it was just it was amazing. Yeah. So yes, I, I did that. Yeah, and, and I had free demo. So Job Simulator was the first one. You uh, the demo you was in the I was in a cartoony office. Um, with the controllers you get, um, the, the, there's a trigger beneath that, uh, beneath the beneath the controller, a bit like the Wiimote, and you can basically um, in the game uh, move your arms around, holding these, you know, holding the controllers, and when you go over, say, a handle of the photocopier or a, a mug, you can uh, squeeze the trigger to pick up that item. And um, in in this demo, there was like some tasks I had to do. I had to grab a cup, um, have a coffee, so I'd, like grab the cup, squeeze the trigger. Moved over towards the coffee machine to, to you know use the use my finger to turn the turn the machine on. Drunk the coffee, picked up some donuts. I like got got a water bottle and filled out with water and threw it across the room. But like it, 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 honestly, within like 15, 15 to twenty seconds, I felt immersed in this space. It felt like a, a real three D office. I mean, so I've used oculus dk1 and dk2 in the past and those are well i've had a standing experience and a sitting experience but i haven't experienced room scale vr at all before but just having the ability to, to move in 3d space yeah it, it it feels so so different to anything i've done before and that combined with the controllers yeah if if, if I, I felt like the stuff i did before wasn't really vr those that was just 360 a 360 viewpoint really whereas this feels like proper vr uh, the, so the only thing I'll say is that based on what you said and, and and my experiences with VR so far is that for me this sounds like more of a fairground ride than it would be something that I would have in my front room. Yeah, this is what we talked about this because Matt and I talked about this on our on interface. Sorry, <laughs> say that it's yeah, like um, charge you for that. You can't just drop yeah. adverts in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, just to make it clear, James and I have another podcast. It's a technology podcast. Let's not. We don't need to make that clear. <laughs> no, I'll figure. Do to make it clear. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we, on, that. On, on there we were talking about this, like the idea that maybe this is actually more suitable for arcades. Actually, it's like an arcade kind of experience more than yeah. it would be as like a home experience. You know, like you go there, you you know, put the whole thing on, which I mean, is perfectly viable. I, like, I yeah. mean, that is a good. That's a. Like they've just uh, they've started advertising the VR roller coaster on uh, Alton Towers this this week. Uh, I've seen a few uh, adverts for that, um, and that seems perfect. You know, and whenever you go, obviously we go to these a lot of these family attraction places now, um, and a lot of them have these 4D experiences. And I just think, well, they're gone, and they're going to be replaced with VR experiences, which. To me, seems perfect. Like, you know, amazing technology, uh, really interesting stuff that they can do with that. It's how, I, I mean, 
not so much with Vive and Oculus, but I know that PS Pronounce it right, VR. David. Sorry? Pronounce it right. Oh, sorry, Vive <laughs> and Oculus. <laughs> I, um, not so much with those, but I feel that PSVR aiming for, you know, the, the household gaming market might not be the best way to do it. I mm. could be, you know, I could listen back to this in a year's time and just think well, what I was talking bollocks but I Lots don't know jacking off with your heads on it seems it seems like an experience as opposed to something that's going to be taken on uh, like taking over gaming I I really don't, I don't think know. it's going to be like in the in like people's homes because I, I still feel I still feel it okay this will sound ridiculous but I still feel it's it's weird like the mm-hmm. idea of like putting on a headset in your room and like just doing that, I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. I, I, it's. Do, do you honestly? Do you generally? I do. Yeah. I, even I, if the I, thing I doesn't give, a damn give me, about that. like, even if it doesn't give me headaches, I think, yeah, I think just the idea of of being in my house and just putting a headset on and not really existing in the real world for like eight hours, is it does bother do... me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. I don't know. I, seclusive. Also, I I'd, I'd right be worried, way. like. And imagine social. if I was doing that. If I was doing well, if I was doing that around your house, Dave, I just imagine what you'd be doing while I was in there. You know, like <laughs> wanker so signs. You know, you do sorts of stuff. Yeah, well, what we've got, who so yeah, who cares? Is that not, I'm not so worried touching about? Touching me up, mate. That'd be my my concern. Yeah. It's more just I don't know. It like I don't know. It just feel it feels like you're taking yourself away from. I don't know. We sound like old it, people. It's almost like, like it's almost like virtual reality. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So what, <laughs> which of you had tried, tried VR out and what VR have you guys tried out in the past uh, I've literally only had a go with like an early Oculus and same, then yeah. bloody Google Cardboard mate which is the best yeah. option yeah, I've got one that awesome. you can buy three quid mate <laughs> um, no I, I I think what it'll come down to is, is like whether or not the games are designed in such a way that it's like you can do 20, 30 minutes and then take it off and then turn to someone else in the room and be like, fucking hell, have a go on this. Like, it needs to... Yeah. It and needs th- to be done in a way... There are experiences like that that work. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a keep talking, nobody explodes, where one person yeah, yeah. has the headset on, the rest are reading from a physical book to try and sort of detonate <laughs> the bomb and whatnot. And uh, there's yeah. a couple of PSVR experiences like that as well, and I think that's going to be a big success. Yeah, definitely. But I think those ones are going to work in the party environment. Yeah, I think they've said, haven't they? Like a lot of PSVR games, like they'll there are games that incorporate like the stuff on the TV, which is for other people in the room. Yeah, that sounds um, great. And I think that makes it a lot less creepy. Um, I mean, because that having, takes yeah, a, a, a step closer to proper nightmare, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Genuinely being in nightmare, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was telling um, when when I was at Res, they had um, I think it is literally just called Giant Cop. <laughs> where have you seen, seen this? Where basically you are like the only cop in the entire city, but also you're absolutely huge. And basically, <laughs> the idea is you, you just like walk around the city, just like kicking criminals and punching them and stuff. Um, but um, you know, like the area that they've got that you can play this in, it's like this this massive like cordoned off like you know ten by ten meter area, and there's like this camera that you have to have positioned at like the top of the room that looks down on you and tracks your movement and stuff. And it's like that's not going to be in anyone's house ever. Yeah, yeah so I've got so, I've, I've got something to say about this whole like you know the fact is room 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 scale VR is great and all, but actually I don't think it's a million miles different from when people were moving their their 
coffee tables for connect yeah but like, they didn't so... know did they because people did that like once or twice and then were like this is a massive ball like i can't be bothered to do this anymore it's it's not like i mean connect wasn't like a massive success was it like in the sense well, of like com- commercially it was it's a all, little all millions and millions and millions isn't it yeah it's i know but it, it didn't, but it didn't yeah. change gaming did it it didn't like make people you know like, how, okay how many xbox one games are there that support connect like at the moment it's it, you know that that kind of stuff it people did it in the beginning for like a very short period of time but it no one bothered in the end because most people just want to sit down in front of a, like the couch and just play games but they're not bothered with is, doing all that. that that doesn't determine whether it's a successful uh piece of equipment or not i think i just think that this is a perfect show and tell device this is a very uh, this is a perfect um attraction more than something that that is going to take like i think vr will be very successful but whether it's a household device or something that Mm. you go and experience i think that's the that's where i sort of uh don't see the vision of having everyone sitting in the front room with one one of these headsets on do you know what i mean yeah i mean like you forget that like um you know like nidhogg for example, which is now huge. I mean, obviously, there's no technical barrier to that being in everyone's home, but that was originally that was just a an exhibition game um, yeah. that was made as a you know as an installation for a thing. And then you got you know you got things like um, ten year one year teens. I don't know. If yeah, you yeah, we, we played that. Ages that ago. Uh, yeah, and that was like this. Yeah, there's a big stupid bespoke controller. There's you know there's only one of those in the world, as far as I'm aware. Um, but you know that we're in a place where people will, you know, if there's a game that can only be done as like an exhibit, then people are willing to pay to have that. Um, so I guess that is a model that could be used. Like not all, like you know, talking about, like I'm slagging off giant cocks. It'll never be in anyone's house. Maybe it was never intended to be in anyone's house. Maybe it is just done as an exhibition thing. Um, you and that's say, fine. You're giant yes. cops there, right? Giant cop, yeah. singular. Right, yeah. just making sure. Sorry, just when you say it quickly, it sounds like that <laughs> else. It genuinely does. Um, well, that's just you in your mind, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. See, I, I mean, I, I kind of agree I with you, it. though, because, I mean, I think I think it is, it's definitely not going anywhere, and it's going to be like massive, like VR. But I don't know, it just in the home, I just see it as being maybe it's going to be more of a niche thing in the home rather than, like, massive mainstream adoption thing. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, even I'm not sure if it's going to be massive mainstream adoption, but... My God, it's it's just so bloody exciting. It just feels it feels so immersive. At, at least at least um, at least HTC Vive does. But um, yeah, it's brilliant. Because <laughs> the, the the thing that uh, I want to do, like the only the main reason why I want to get a VR headset is not to sit and game. It's to go over to people's houses and say, "Fucking check this out." Yeah, you know, and blow their minds. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's just that that thing of like. Like right, I'm putting the headset on, like and like saying goodbye to my wife for the next two hours. Like it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's like right, I'm just not going to exist now. Um, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's like taking two hours out a week to, uh, you know, put some headphones on and just completely mm. ignore your other half. So it's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> but also, I mean, a lot of games work because there is like that layer of abstraction between you and like between you and like and playing the game, like. It's not always about sort of immersion into the game world. Sometimes the fact that there is an abstraction makes it actually nicer, if you sort of mean. Yeah. Like you know you're playing a game and it's that's part of the fun. Yeah, sure. If you sort of mean. Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be um I don't like 
I I don't know. I I it's still an unknown. I, I've I've not played any of the newer headsets, played with any of the newer headsets yet, and I will not get to play with one of the newer headsets for a long time. I don't think. Mm. Um, uh, I'm dying to try out PS uh, VR because I think that's the only viable way for me to get into VR. Um, mm. because I can't afford a you know a decent PC. I can't afford one of those headsets. The closest I'm going to get is by getting a PSVR headset. Um, and even then, I mean, you're looking at what was it? Did you say 350 for the headset? Then the yeah, camera, and then 40 quid for the camera the move, if you haven't got it. Yeah, then the move controllers and everything. Yeah. You know, you're looking at 400, 450 pound all in, and I've not got that sort of money to spend on what what mm-hmm. is quite what I see as a niche thing at the moment. But, I've pre-ordered mine. Pre-ordered all the way. Yeah, Cannot wait. Yeah. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to yeah. come out to Leeds. Check it out. We'll uh, get one. Right, you, see, that, you see, you say it, that's that's what's interesting, right? Is you saying that it's like, oh, actually, to be fair, like the idea of going round to a mate to have a go on it is more enticing than the idea of just buying my own. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean like making an event of it and actually going round mm. and? Yes. I don't know. But but that's the thing. I, I don't see it as a social environment, a social thing. So actually, that'd be more weird for me. I'd rather I just see it as like you know, it's something. I, you know, when I play games at night, when you know my my wife's in bed, that you know it makes sense for me to do it then because I'm not yeah. shutting anyone out. But I wouldn't expect like to have loads of mates around and then someone gets in a VR headset in front of us. If anything, if anything, that that's the scenario where it feels weird to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Depends on the games and depends on your mates, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, you know, I've got I, wankers I, I, as mates, Matt. So uh, you know that <laughs> yeah, if I'm coming right. round, that it's going to be tweeted. There's going to be many a tweet with you looking like yeah. a bell end in your headset. I, I mean, yeah. But, but so I, I went to play this this, via, this uh, HTC Vive uh, a couple of a few weeks ago, and there's basically a queue of like seven or eight people. But I was sat there for twenty minutes to see how quick the queue went. And there's a guy, you know, jumping around the place, shooting aliens, whatever he's doing. Well, he was shooting aliens, I know, because I played a demo. But he was in there, and, I, and, and no one was really bothered watching this this guy just running around in a headset. You know, looking looking quite stupid, but uh, yeah, a couple of other little things. So I use this with my glasses on. Uh, I've used previous uh, Oculus headsets without without my glasses, but glasses for this were fine. I've got quite fairly big, big, uh, big uh, glasses, so it was fine for that. So that was great. I didn't feel sick at all. So you know, famously, I, I'm obviously quite into VR. I'm quite excited by the prospect, and uh, and I tried an Oculus uh, when I was with Dave at EGX a few years ago, and famously after that. 15 seconds I started feeling unwell and this is just me standing up playing a, a set, it's like a first person dungeon crawler essentially just walk around this this poorly uh, this poorly sort of uh, coded sort of 3D environment I felt sick almost straight away I've actually since tried DK2 at work uh, on this roller coaster simulator and I felt sick for like half an hour afterwards I felt terrible but this I played for 20 minutes I was running around the room I was you know looking forward looking back and I didn't feel sick in the slightest so I'm really happy to report that for for this one and for me at least it didn't didn't make me queasy, which I was, to, I was quite worried. They seem to be sussing out ex- what it is exactly that's that's yeah. uh, making people sick and sort of addressing that. Absolutely, so that's yeah. that's. A I was going to say I'm interested to find out if this is like a universal thing or if it's just like like you know certain people's peculiarities of like you know their eyes or their the brain or yeah, <laughs> just I mean, their I mean, head or we played the same demo, didn't we, Matt at EGX, yeah. and you felt sick and I didn't, so I yeah. I think tolerance is you know i think change. i think tolerance is def- definitely a thing i mean some people some people get see uh, yeah travel sick just playing a first person shooter but yeah there's definitely an element, element of yeah. that 
Um, but there's also the, the the real thing that's come out over the last you know 12 to 18 months of VR development in the community is that if you if there's a poorly coded a poorly developed experience that doesn't take into affect things like inertia and how would mm. someone react if were this to be happening in real life then then you will feel sick i mean many of the really poorly put together like roller coaster simulators make you feel sick even if you're fine on a real roller coaster or really you know really massive roller coaster mm. and, I, and in this first day i was literally just standing holding a pad walking around a shit environment but for whatever reason that, that really got me whereas these new ones you know, it, it it wasn't even a it wasn't I didn't even think about it for a second and I thought fine afterwards. But um, so yes, yeah, so I hope that's that, that that's something that, that the general sort of VR community are learning to learn to fix. And wasn't it on yeah. Giant Bomb they were saying that that they found adding a fake nose like a digital yeah, nose yeah. Yeah, in yes. yes. changes a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's mad. Yeah. Also, if you have like a, a tiny dot in the middle or crosshair, that can also help. You know, there's like a mm-hmm. point of a point of focus. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, HTC Vive is amazing. It, it blew my mind, and having a room scale VR with the, with the with the controllers, it feels like this is the most complete VR solution right now. Whereas Oculus, it's just just a headset and the Xbox One controller right now. Their their touch controller is now until later in the year. Um, so right now, the Vive is the one to go for if if you've got the money. And um, even the basic sort of mini game demos and stuff I played were 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 totally immersive. I mean, in the um, job similar one i was chucking donuts around and i saw one on the floor and i i kicked i tried to kick the donut away and like that's how immersed i was within like 30 seconds i was trying to kick donut away i clearly i couldn't affect it so you know, i don't <laughs> have VR shoes, but, uh htc yeah, it, if you're it was, listening it was amazing it was so amazing. immersed i, 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 tried I can't to wait to try out something else away. amazing right um james have you played anything this week um yeah i started playing watchdogs <laughs> which which i know i know Welcome that sounds pretty mad right well, no, no, I know, I know it sounds really strange, but because I, I bought it because it was a couple of pounds, and I remember seeing like because there was a lot of pre-release hype, and I was quite excited about it. But then I think, I think I went away. I think I went. I think that's when I went to China, and then it came out, so I didn't get to play it. And then I also remember all there was all that nonsense about whether there was going to be a Wii U version or not, and then there was eventually, but no one cared. But I, I don't know that came out. It did, yeah, it did eventually come out. It's probably worth a lot of money now because probably nobody bought it. But um, I don't know. It's because this is one I've got like a whole backlog of games, and I just saw this and I just thought I'd like to give it a try because I'm kind of curious. But it I don't know the city design. It it feels a lot like Assassin's Creed. It the game really feels like a lot like Assassin's Creed, but without the sort of interesting, well, at least for me, historical setting. Like that's that's gone. But I mean, have you, have, it, uh, Dave? Have you played it at all? Yeah, yeah, I played a hell of a lot of it. Uh, when it first came out and um it was a really hard game for me to because I was reviewing it and I, I um uh I, I found it really hard to review because I had no emotional reaction to it whatsoever. I didn't hate it. I didn't yeah. like it. I, I just thought There's nothing worse than that when you're reviewing something. Something yeah. that's just alright. It's, like it's, <laughs> it's an alright game. Um yeah. I was disappointed because of the hype that that came out beforehand, but then as the you know, as it was getting closer to launch, we started to realise that actually maybe that hype was a little bit unfounded, and we, there was warning signs before the game come out. Um, I liked some stuff it did. I thought the hacking got a little bit tedious, but uh, the shooting was fine. The the invasion stuff was amazing, you know. Yeah, see, that's still going on as well because I got invaded like a couple of times. I mean, there are still people, it seems, playing it, which and I mean. I kind of get what you're saying because the main the main thing that I really dislike about it is it just feels really bland. 
Like the whole thing feels like incredibly bland. Yeah. And it's just, and I mean, the whole th- also there's like that whole sort of like information overload from it as well. Did yeah. you get that at all? Yeah, yeah. Where, just where you look at your map coming and you're just you. like, whoa, what? Yeah. And then, I mean, the thing is, is maybe maybe they're trying to make a point with that. Like, there's some commentary on like you know information overload in society in general, but yeah. it just makes the game annoying. Yeah, well, no, that's, that's, that's just all Ubisoft. Yeah, that was now. about to say. So that's yeah. that's a, uh, in every single Ubisoft game ever. I mean, um, if they were making it in Watch Dogs, then it was also in Far Cry Primal, <laughs> where you looked at your map and you were like, "Fuck me!" Oh no, we're trying it's to like that. You know, a lot of information overload in the Stone Age. <laughs> it's like I mean, you you start off and there's just so much like that they're trying to teach you like immediately. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like in in Rockstar games, one of the things they do really well is they usually start you off somewhere and they give you some time to sort of get used to your environment. You know, like to sort of like you know, some spend some time to notice landmarks and stuff like that, so you sort of understand the city you're in. And they don't really do that in this. They're just kind of like it's just this massive information of like, you know, you don't, you feel kind of overwhelmed and don't really know what to do. Yeah. It's, and, it's in, in, um, uh, what do you call it? In the grand theft auto games, it's, you tend to have one quest giver and it, most of the, the action is based around a small sort of area. So you start to recognize streets and yeah. buildings and stuff. You're, you're absolutely right. But, but that one was just like, okay, drive to the other side of the fucking map. Go, go, go. And you're like, what, yeah. what the fuck am I now? <laughs> yeah. See, and I mean, the other thing that I really see, I'm going to sound really negative. I hate, okay, you know, I like being negative sometimes, but this has disappointed me because even though it was only a couple of quid, I was hoping it was going to be good. And it's like, the worst thing about it is, I mean, the plot is awful. It's, I mean, the whole thing of like information retention and surveillance and stuff, this can be a really interesting topic, like especially, like, especially all the crazy nonsense with Theresa May and all that kind of thing has been recently. But then making the whole thing just a straight up revenge thing just feels so lazy yeah they they could have done something i think with this kind of topic they could have done something really interesting with it but it's pretty clear that they didn't trust the player like trust us enough to understand to make like an interesting and complex story that they could have done yeah with something like this it's and just it's, like instead it's like it's revenge you there's know, it's, also it's there's so also that uh that that sort of <laughs> the irony of the game as well being the fact that you know you're being watched all the time by the police and they will you know there's it's surveillance everywhere but despite the fact that you've just mowed down four people in a car and shot up a whole warehouse and, and literally <laughs> yeah. no one comes after you, you, know, you just you just flick your coat up and no one sees you. <laughs> it's just, uh, um, yeah, I, I, the world didn't feel solid enough. And I thought the closest they came to it is when you can look at everyone's information as you're walking past them. Uh, yeah. But but after a while, you kind of think, actually, this is just a line of text. Um, yeah. Assigned to a random character. And also, you character. just think, I don't care. You know, it's like I don't really care about these about these other people that much. And it's no. like, I mean, also the car. Do you remember? I mean, the cars feel horrible to drive as well. Yeah, like, wasn't it? Didn't they have like really weird sound effects as well? Like where it just was sounds that, like like it doesn't sound like a car at all. It sounds like a child making noises of a car. I don't know. It was <laughs> they they did the way they handled was horrible. I mean, I've been playing a lot of Forza Horizon Two recently, like which is probably a bad thing to play and then play this because. Yeah. The, the handling in the, the cars is appalling. And I don't know, it just, it feels like a cardboard cutout world. Like it, it really doesn't feel like a, like a living world. You know, like, oh, as it, as maybe it, that's it. the point they were making, James. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. All but just shells. Maybe with, with a crappy revenge story, like chucked in. But I don't know, I'm going to keep playing because I want to see, uh, see if anything happens. But 
it is disappointing. It's um, it's not what I hoped. Yeah, I well, mean, hopefully it will be fixed in Watch Dogs Two coming this autumn. It's coming out, isn't it? Watch Dogs Two. Yeah. Fucking madness! What what are they doing? Right. Um. Anything else before we go to questions? Uh, I was going to complain about Xbox Live, but I don't know. I don't think anyone really wants to hear about that. No, and we are running ridiculously over uh, over time here. So um, let's get to a few questions and then wrap this bad boy up. Uh, James, you've been allotted question asker. Okay. Okay. So here's the first question. This is from Ms. Rangers 99. This is um, with the disastrous launch of Xbox One and not listening to their loyal fans. Do you feel sorry for MS in losing by such a margin? Um, well, they did listen to their fans a bit, didn't they? They pulled out most of the awful shit that they were going to put into the Xbox yeah, One. They made, yeah, they made, they made loads of changes. Yeah, it just wasn't enough, unfortunately. Than, than, than Sony did for the complaints towards the PlayStation. Um, mm. uh, do I feel sorry for them? No, they kind of bought it on themselves, I guess. I don't know. I actually feel sorry for us. feeling pity for a multinational corporations yeah. pushing it. That's the, so the least. That's Sean's uh, university side still shining through there. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I feel sorry for the fact that I, I genuinely think that that they they had a vision for the future, um, yeah. and I think it's an, an inevitable future that will happen. Uh, but we weren't quite ready for it yet, and um, I think game the gamers' backlash was a little bit too silly. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, fuck, yeah, man, like fuck. I, I, I still think if they just come out of the gate with, it's digital only, because fa- let's fucking face it, that's how things are going. Yeah. And then, you know, the ramifications of that would have sort of come out later, but it would have been like, well, it's digital only, so of course you can't swap games. Of course, once you own them, that's it. And of course, you know, like, like that's how Steam works. Yeah. That's how Steam's always yeah. worked. And yeah. no one cares because that's, you just accept that as a necessity. Whereas because the Xbox One still had a disc tray, and I don't blame them for not going all in on digital because it's still a, still a weird time to make that transition, but, yeah, I think if they'd just gone, look, this is the reality of what it is, and then later people go, well, how do you swap games? And well, you can't. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you're right. I think that's where they went wrong. Do I feel sorry for them? I don't know. I don't know. It's like I've got a lot of love for that. Uh, not so much the company, but the brand. Um, obviously, I grew up with it, and and uh, the Xbox 360 and the uh, original Xbox were big things in my life, but. Um, it's hard to feel sorry for someone that's that's fucked, essentially fucked themselves. They um they approached the whole thing uh in the wrong way. I remember the initial announcement, which was fine enough, but then the two days afterwards, all this shit that they just sort of come out with, and everyone was like, "Whoa, what?" <laughs> you know, so um, it's so it weird. Was, how, like, it was it was Don Matrick, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's just really funny how, like, the previous generation, the PS3 was the underdog for most of it. Yeah. And it was always like, whenever a PS3 exclusive came out, even if it was not that great, it was like every fucking PS3 owner made sure they went out and bought it. You know, like, things, things, games that shouldn't have done that well did okay just through being PS3 exclusives, just because yeah. people wanted to support the exclusives. Whereas this gen feels like an X, being an Xbox One exclusive is just a fucking death sentence. It does a bit. I mean, Rise of the Tomb Raider sold fuck yeah, all. Uh, exactly. Halo's forgotten about already. Um, yeah, it's pretty mad. I mean, th- there are some really good ones as well. As, as James mentioned earlier, Forza Horizon 2 was insane. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the buzz for that died out pretty quickly. Um, mm. Is it the same for 
PS4 because the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection bombed completely, didn't it? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like they say, though, those sort of those same exclusives on the PlayStation side, no one's really as fussed because you don't. No one like feels the need to support the PS4 in the way they did the PS3. I think because, no. like I say, it's not the the underdog. But it's just weird that that same passion doesn't seem to be there for the Xbox One. Yeah, you're right. It's weird. It's true. I mean, even even stuff like Titanfall, like yeah, it's it's not yeah that kind of dropped off a bit didn't it it's games like, are fucking classic and and yet yeah it's weird really weird game next question and easy you know even, even games that uh, sorry <laughs> even games that are on the pc as well don't seem to do as well as they should you know yeah well <laughs> really, what really the are. old uh quantum break i'd like i'd like to see where that is in the charts this week yeah Christ. interesting one uh <laughs> yeah next question Okay, this is from Degoose. This is just like saying computer games rather than video games. Do you prefer saying controller or joypad? I'd have to go with controller personally, but yeah. see, I still joypad. say I still say I sometimes still say joypad, and then people laugh at me, and then I remember. Good. I I, say, <laughs> I, I think I'll say pad. I, 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 I'll say pad over controller. I will say pad, yeah. but I do say controller. That's my go-to word. You say joypad. I say vive. Right, next question. <laughs> okay, this is this is Russia's ten. This is simple one. What game are you most looking forward to? That's oh. such an interesting question because usually I'll, I'll have one. You know, I'll say I have a fair few to list up, but right now I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the roadmap looks like. I guess that's why I'm excited for E three, but I, I don't. There isn't a game for me. I'm looking forward to. It's more I'm looking forward to the you know, VR and PSVR and the stuff that brings, but. Other than saying, oh, the next, the next GTA or, you know, Red Dead 2, or I, I don't know, there's nothing right now that I'm like, looking forward to in a few months' time. Well, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to playing about 10 minutes of Dark Souls 3 as soon as this is over <laughs> and then going to bed. <laughs> You'll have to tell me what you think of those 10 minutes, though, because we're going to have will. to talk about that game at length uh, via yes. the WhatsApp yes. uh, chat system. Um, no, Uncharted 4, really looking forward to that. That looks fantastic. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but the game that was announced kind of officially today. Oh, yeah. Tights 2. Tickety boo. Swords, tights. mate. Cannot wait for that. Cannot wait swords. for that. Fucking swords. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, those guys, <laughs> what they did with Titanfall 1, I'm fully confident that they can. Uh, oh, no, that's um, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, no, I'm well happy with Bang on swords. with the swords. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know for you, James. Well, you see, the thing is, I mean, you're just going to laugh, but I genuinely am looking forward to the new Zelda. I well, really am. It's, I don't uh, know if that does. It's, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Why? Why can't I look forward to that? It looks. It looks great. Of course you can. Right, you can look forward to it. Of course you mm. can. Next question. Okay. Uh, this is Dan Price. Uh, this is Star Fox Zero. Any thoughts? Anything at all? Well, I can't believe. How can I say well something about this? I want to say I can't believe how well they've bought this round because yeah. the first time they showed it, it looked <laughs> dog shit. And I watched the trailer. I haven't been following it. But I watched the trailer, the latest trailer they put out a couple of weeks ago, a week ago, or whenever. And instantly, I thought I'm going to have to buy this now. This looks incredible. So I'm I'm really looking forward to because I've been I've been trying to get it for review because I really really want to play it. <laughs> so I call out uh, to yeah, Nintendo, just... but no, no dice yet. It's <laughs> but yeah, I I really want to buy it. It looks it looks great. Sean, 
Yeah, same basically. I um, mean, you know, you know, I'm like with Nintendo stuff. Even I was worried when I first saw it. Um, but yeah, no, it looks looks really good. I'm even excited about um, Star Fox Guard. What was that? Like, like oh, you're not seeing. Like so this is the game, like, a... like the sort of mini game that comes with it. Um, and it's basically, I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's a tower defense game, but with a twist. Um, <laughs> The twist being basically the start of each level, you put so you place your turrets, but they're like security cameras. So you so you place all those, and then basically you switch between them, and then you sort of view this like look through the security cameras with the Wii U controller, and have to like turn and look around, and that's how you shoot the enemies by switching between the cameras and and aiming and shooting and stuff. And it just seems like quite good fun. I don't think I mean I think you can buy it on its own. I can't see anyone doing that, but as a, a nice little addition. But it, it was just this prototype they're messing around with and I think they figured out the way to actually get people to buy it is to badge it with Star Fox. Sounds terrible. Um but I'll uh, <laughs> I am genuinely looking forward to uh, another Star Fox game because you know, those games are fucking good. No what I mean, right. Uh, should we do one more? Uh, yeah, let's do one more. Okay, because this is quite good. This is uh, Raw Call. This is, um, if it's still a couple of months away, but what would you like to see at E3? Well, well I mean, NX, obviously. Yeah. Um, NX, PS4.5, new Xbox One. <laughs> do you think we're going to see The Last Guardian? Because that's supposed <laughs> to be coming out this year. Yeah. Yeah, well, sort of, I'm sure we'll uh, see a trailer. Nothing yeah, more. Yeah, I mean, I've seen all I need to. With Last Guardian, it's just like, mate, just bring it out or don't. Like, yeah, I'm just not, don't, now. not asked with any, like any teasers anymore. It's just get on with it. Do you think we'll <laughs> see anything from Shenmue Three? Yeah, probably. <sighs> Do you reckon I, gonna, I reckon it'll be on the Sony stage. They'll give you a little a short update on how they're getting on, getting on, and then ask for more money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> another ten mil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm I'm hoping we're going to see something. I know you see, I've just I've been slagging it off earlier, but I'm hoping we're going to see something VR related from Microsoft, like with the Xbox One. I think it feels like they need to do something. They're not. Yeah. They've they got the, doing the AR stuff, aren't they? Hello, no, yeah, that's, yeah. that's 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 never happened. That's so like, far away. That, that's like five it's... years away from a consumer version because they cost like they cost like three grand. Like there's there's oh, no okay. way that's going to happen. So <laughs> I'm just wondering whether they're going to like partner with Oculus or something like that. You know, they'll do something. Because they've got nothing. Oculus to to um, Xbox One would be a huge, huge get, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, they, they basically announced exactly that last year with the partnership whereby you can yeah you can that. view Xbox games on the Oculus you know, to your PC, whatever whatever it was. I don't know. Yeah, but, but it was essentially yeah, playing an Xbox game in a pretend theater, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was a bit shit. Yeah, I mean, sure. they need they need to do something. I mean, not only like Sony smashing them on like PS4 sales numbers, but they've also got this second wind uh, potentially in in the form of PSVR that's gonna yeah. that's gonna do more, and they're gonna be you know part of the part of the part of the VR conversation. Whereas Xbox One, it's it's you know it's dragging behind in 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 terms of tech and general sort of you know uh, customer goodwill. You know, obviously PS4s are you know, flying off the shelves and Xboxes aren't sending as much and then, then you've got the lack of VR option on Xbox, It's uh, they need to do something You know what they'll Absolutely. probably do, don't you? It's probably going to be, they'll come and they'll, be, they'll announce Connect 2 or Connect 3 by now, <laughs> yeah. you know, it'd be like, it's like we've really nailed it this time guys James, Get ready to James just that bursts sofa. into flames yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in anger um, Get ready to move that coffee table, you know, it's going to be you know, it's, that'll be the thing 
I mean, I'd like to see uh, maybe the new Left 4 Dead, but I've said that for the past. Oh yeah, four or five yeah, I would, I would love that. That'd be great. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a really interesting one because um, whereas last year there was a lot of sort of predictable announcements, there was a lot of surprises as well, but that that weren't expected until this year. I kind of mm. don't know what the holiday season is going to look like this year. Not mm. quite yet. You know, you, you're going to get your um, Call of Duty and stuff like that. But but what else is going to be rammed into those few weeks before Christmas? Uh, I don't I think, think if, we've seen everything yet. Yeah, Nintendo have confirmed the NX isn't this year, right? No, that, no. no they've said nothing. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's likely to be next year, but, but, um, mm. but it, it's still possible to be this year. We just don't know yet. Yeah, I can't. I, th- I think they all do it this year. I can't believe they're going to just let the 3DS and Wii U limp on for like another entire year. I'm just getting a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. Why isn't there no new Mario Kart 8 tracks? What? what I don't... How's that? Oh, to be, oh they did loads. They yeah, did they do did, a lot, yeah. They did loads, but I'm just surprised they haven't... I don't could know. have kept doing it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Well, 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 I think, I think the, obviously the, the short answer is because all the people who are working on them are working on NX games. Yeah, yeah that's fair. fair. What, what, what you're hearing now, Sean, is someone that's had to play that game for hours <laughs> on end on the same <laughs> tracks. Because if I Brilliant. turn it off, he screams. He screams, Sean. He screams. <laughs> He let, well, me I, picked, I said... he let me pick Luigi the other day, and that yeah. gave me a second wind with that game for a bit <laughs> before I had to go back to Mario. <laughs> I thought he was into Yoshi. He was. That changed pretty changed. quickly. Okay. Although it is pretty sweet now when I play uh, <laughs> I play New Super Mario Bros. I've completed that now. Um, <laughs> I've played New Super Mario Bros. And uh, every level now, the, as soon as it launches up, he starts going, Yoshi! because he wants to see Yoshi and if Yoshi yeah. gets hit and he runs off screen and I manage to grab him just before he falls off the ledge Harry goes phew and right, wipes like his forehead <laughs> <laughs> that shit makes it worthwhile but Amazing. I am sick of Mario Kart now even though I love it I just want something new <laughs> come on Nintendo sort it out fair uh, enough right I think that's it isn't it we're done yeah mm-hmm. we're done Matt Let's, you, the, the outro is your chance to shine. I think this is my piece. This, <laughs> this is where, this where, is where all the all the work's going to this last section. <laughs> Go for it. So we're on iTunes um, because I mean you might have seen we were number one. So we're definitely on iTunes. Um, <laughs> please subscribe and leave a review. Um, yeah, just search for the computer game show uh, and you'll find us and new episodes go up every week on YouTube and SoundCloud uh, just search us uh, on, on those and you'll find us you can send in your questions and feedback to the show at thecomputergameshow at gmail.com we're on Twitter of course we are at computergamepod uh, search for the computer game show on Facebook and Twitch we're both there and we're also on Overcast Pocketcast Tuning Radio and Stitcher Matt, and I think that's it. Is an insane man. He's he's just spent some. I mean, he's been sent. He set up. You've set up a the computer game show community on PlayStation. Oh yeah, done that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we've also got a PS4 community. I don't know what that even does, but we've got one. So f- search for um, if, if it's anything search, like the Midnight Resistance one, you just get lads going on asking, like doing like Destiny, LFG, for raid. Awesome. <laughs> 
Well, I have you aligned us with a certain game, so God knows okay. what's going to be on there. But if you can search for a community, then search for the computer game show and um, and join up, I guess. Um, Should align it with everybody's gone to the rapture. Absolutely. I think I'm going to do that after, straight after, after winning. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, I promise you that not every episode will be this long. I can't believe how long we've gone for uh, uh, this week. Um, but uh, hopefully we'll be back next week with a shorter show. Uh, <laughs> f- thanks for listening everyone and um, keep those reviews coming in and thanks for all the support tell all your friends because it's the the best way to spread the word of the podcast and uh, we love you all don't we chaps we do and just before we go yeah so I'm going to start Jesus, this Twitch what, is challenge there a new, is, has a new social media just been launched and you've already <laughs> signed up just signed us up yeah I was going to say, yeah, so I'm going to start this Uncharted Challenge in the next few days, so keep an eye out on the Twitter feed um, for news about when that's going to properly kick off. Are you, Matt, just one last question, are you going to be playing all the Vita games as well? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been incredible, but absolutely no way. That's the struggles it is. (laughs) Yeah, Uncharted 1's getting started this week, so I'm going to need your support, I've got a feeling. So please come and follow us on Twitch. Right then, goodbye everybody. Cheers. Bye-bye.